Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is May, yet it is cool out tonight with a full bright moon. And what I'm doing is taking a little bit of time to relax after a day of work, to stretch, do a little qigong, to meditate a bit as this moon is full. I'm Justin Hitt from Prosperity Homestead. I'm going to share with you some ways to kind of cap off the day and to be proud of the work that you've done. You won't always accomplish everything, but there's an opportunity for you to go from inaction to action and then to celebrate your successes. So, like I just said, we've sived the field. There'll be some videos about that. And we've loaded up the truck with that, that hay. Now that hay I would normally use for a a grass-fed garden, but I I live in the city. You guys know the dilemma here. So I am going to take that hay out and give you guys a little surprise with it um, instead. So after that, we cleaned up the tools. I am literally in my underwear in my front yard with a t-shirt on, of course, and a pair of uh, sandals with my toes all free. And I did some basic forms and some qigong tapping to kind of loosen up those muscles. See, after I got done working... I was stiff. After I got done working, I was feeling it. After I got done working, I was sweating. Now with the moon up high, I took the time to meditate, to relax, to recenter. Now, of course, I'm recording a podcast for you because I think it's important to share the value of relaxation, the value of hard work, the value of enjoyment the value of acceptance for what you can do and what you can't do. The problems that we face as people who are doing regenerative agriculture or that are maintaining in a natural, a natural landscape or, or re-naturaling re- a land, restoring distressed property. We're doing this for the habitat. We're doing this for ourselves. We're doing this for food and security. And it's hard. You may not have the physical stamina or strength to do what you need to do. You might work a full-time job and then go out and do this in the, you know, play farmer. You might have other stresses and frustrations. But you've got to know that as you work, it will be hard. But if you keep working with good posture, good diligence, good consistency, good focus, you will be successful you will get results. You'll move yourself forward from where you are towards where you want to be. Now, you may not go as fast as you like, but as you grow and as you strengthen yourself, you'll be able to do more and more each day. Now, for the bad news, this is also good news, but it's bad news, that you'll still be in pain. It will still be difficult. It'll still be frustration. But the difference is that you'll be stronger So it's not the same old frustration. It's not the same old weakness. It's not the same old worry. It's a new one, but a new one in an elevated position. That's meant to be encouraging, by the way, not discouraging. Because just like I came off the the grass here and, you know, my back hurt, my legs hurt, 
my spirit was strong. And when I recentered, stretched, relaxed, I gained a new set of energy. I gained a, a new perspective. I looked up at the moon and wondering who else is looking up at the moon. And this is what they call a harvest moon. This is the time to cut straw. When that moon is bright, you can work to 9, 10, even 2 o'clock in the morning if you have to. But you don't have to if you work diligently, if you get your family involved, if you do the work that must be done. Now, there are times that I get behind on the work that must be done because I'm doing other work that must be done. And it seems a bit overwhelming. But again, anchor point. Now, I don't know if you guys are available, but we're or interested in this, but I am starting some classes, some meditative classes, and it's using some techniques that I learned a long time ago and I've used over the years, but it's called a working meditation. Now, it's going to sound like some kind of scam that I'm going to use to get work done around my property or, or one of the properties at the nonprofit, um, but it's not because you can do this at home. And it's doing the work not necessarily with the latest and greatest tools and the, the loud machines, but something like a scythe or some hand tools. And you just work smooth and consistent, focused and breathe in and breathe out and relax and look at the craftsmanship of your work. So I was scything today and I was going for nice, even strokes back and forth, back and forth, cutting the grass, trying to get the perfect motion without tensing muscles, kind of like a Tai Chi meditation, kind of like a Shaolin form. I was cutting through the grass. And what I noticed when I had less of who I was, less of the frustration, less of the thinking that that scythe just glided across the, the ground and cut grass beautifully. And that's kind of how life is. When we're not paying attention, we could be cut down. When we try too hard, we can be cut down. When we're working on the wrong things, we could be cut down. But when we get into that pace, those good habits, that focus, that one foot in front of the other, breathing in, breathing out, this is a walking meditation or a working meditation, you'll look back after 20 minutes, even an hour, and you'll see how much you've gotten done and how you're not really that tired. And even you're kind of energized, you're kind of excited seeing what you've accomplished all because you put one step in front of the other and you practiced your movements and you practiced your pace and you walked, breathed, moved, and accomplished. Now, again, you can reset afterwards and think about what are we going to do next? What have we already done? Because you don't want to celebrate too much. You know, it's always good to celebrate your successes, but don't celebrate too much because we want to level up. We want to get that next success going. And then another thing that I, I teach people is that when you're working, it's not about working hard. It's about a, a conservation of energy, working efficiently, thinking about what you're doing. And I'll give you an example. A lot of kids, when they're working, they'll go and get something out of the shed and they'll go start working and maybe they're on the other side of the property and then they'll need another tool and they'll walk all the way back to the shed, get the next tool, then walk all the way back to where they were and get back to work. It doesn't cross in their mind to plan ahead to find a point of centering, plan your workout, carry the right tools to the job site, and you'll be ahead of the game. So by working meditation, I'll describe how it is on, on my property or when I'm instructing it. And of course, you can follow the audio when you're working on your own property. But the first thing we do is we sit down and we just breathe a little bit. 
we listen to the creatures, the crickets, the sounds. We breathe a little bit. Then we start with a gentle stretch. We kind of stretch the legs out, stretch the arms out, maybe go through a form in order to loosen ourselves up, to gain our balance, to get our breathing straight. And then we get our tools. So let's say we're doing trail clearing. We get all the tools and we clean the tools up because that's the sharpen the saw mentality. A sharp blade is a safe blade. We go over safety, we sharpen all the tools up, we clean all the tools up, and then we start hiking out there. Now we have to think about what are we going to do when we're on the trail and what do we need to have with us? Because we'll have machetes and shovels and saws and all this. You don't want to take too much and you don't want to take too little. And we'll start out on the trail. Everybody keeping their pace, keeping their movement, and we just clear trails. We take down the underbrush, and I've shown you this on videos. You take down the underbrush, you cut the overhead branches, you might cut down trees here and there. You might find trees that would make really good uh, tool handles. You might find some trees that make good shillelagh. You might find some trees that make good mallets or certain types of trees that you want to keep in mind for hedges or fences. But now we're, we're observing our environment as we move through it and tend to the trail. Now, when we're cutting the trees, we're mindful of actually pruning these trees because a lot of times people just go in there with their motorized equipment and it's noisy and there's chainsaws going. We're being silent. We're walking and observing nature. We're looking for mushrooms. We're cutting down branches and saving the long straight branches that would make good dowels. We're uh, maybe cutting or setting aside wood to stack up as firewood. We might drop a tree or two and limb the trees and then set those aside. We may even come back through the trail later and get trees that we had previously marked and we're marking them for poles, we're marking them for fence posts, and we'll come back and get those and take them back to a camp and then strip them of their bark. We might hike the trail as we're moving through the trail. We're cleaning it up. We're removing excess uh, plants or materials that are in the way. We're, we're doing some erosion control on the trail. And I actually learned some of this in scouts when we would do trail maintenance. So there might be times where we're going to stop and we're going to work, work out some steps in the trail. Or we might design a bridge. Or we might do something. But the key is cover as much ground and do as much work as possible. Now, while we're doing it, again, we're mindful of our breathing, we're mindful of how we feel and how we're interacting with the environment, and we're mindful of a resource opportunity, which is clearing the trails. Now, there's times we might ribbon trees because those trees, we're going to come back later and take those trees out because it's a good piece of, of uh, you know, good, good pole that we can make. A lot of pine poles if we're doing a, some basic timber framing. Um, a Korean style or Japanese style timber framing can use pine poles. We might find some locusts in there that could be good tent uh, fence posts. We might find the perfect walking stick. But again, we're observing, we're listening, we're smelling and breathing, we're identifying plants, and we're restoring the trail to make transportation on that trail much better. Now again, of course, you can come down to our the, my property. We have a bunch of projects like that. It could be turning compost. It could be a building something, building a, something with their hand tools. Um, but the, the key is, is whatever you do, do it consistently, regularly, with craftsmanship, with observation. Do it to make not only what you're making, but make you better, to make you more focused, to make you stronger. 
Now, when we end that exercise, everybody's tired. We usually do a breathing exercise, meditate a little bit, and then fix a meal. And we fix a meal, we sit around the fire, we relax and camp and just enjoy. Now, there's a period of time where there's, there's basically a lights out and it's all quiet and some people will meditate. Some people will read by candlelight. They'll get their Bibles out, their Quran out, their whatever their, their religion is, and they will read and meditate. Uh, they might have devotionals with them that they'll read, but it's all in silence. It's all in awe of nature, connected with nature. And so we're practicing to be good stewards. Now, you can do the same thing in your garden with your weeding. You can do the same thing observing your animals. You can do the same thing. But the key is, is that while you're doing this working meditation, is that you're achieving something, no matter how small or how large, you're achieving something and you're out there doing it with other people. So you're experiencing, you're looking out for each other, you're talking, you're fellowshipping, and you're still being productive. Now, this can go wrong. You know, people can fellowship too much, so sometimes we'll go a whole mile on the trail with no talking. We'll go a whole mile on the trail focusing on one specific thing. We might go and, and do a little talk about, hey, what, what, what resources do you see? What observations do you see? Now, the goal is to have a... A relaxed tone. We're not racing through this. We really are cleaning up so that when we walk back through the trail some other time, we can see that we've made a positive impact. It could be moving animals from paddock to paddock. We're not rushing. We're not forcing it. We're engaging in the task with mindfulness of the benefit and value it delivers to all involved. Think about things on your homestead where you can do this. Think about areas in your life where you can involve your family. Think about chores that must be done. You know it must be done. And you do it with pleasure, with excitement, with focus, with joy. Because you know it brings you closer to a goal and objective. Now the last thing I want to leave you with is that a lot of people don't have clear goals and objectives. One of the reasons we meditate before a particular uh, activity, and like I said, if you in the comments below or you are on our newsletter, you'll hear about opportunities to do this. It could be a nature hike. It could be a working project. It could be something. But that meditation is about centering yourself on the intention. You know, maybe you've been sitting at a desk job for a while and you feel weak. And you're going to work to the best of your abilities in this particular project to not feel strong but to challenge your feeling of weakness. And so your goal is to do the very best you can and to see how far you can go to push that weakness, to nurture that weakness into strength. I've done the same thing. My back will have a, I'll have a pinched nerve in my back and it will hurt. And so I'll scythe smooth and easy and I'll walk gentle and I'll, I'll be mindful of bending the knees. And next thing you know, my back doesn't hurt anymore. My, my body feels loose. My excitement is there because I'm getting those nice clean cuts. And then as I look behind me, I see a long line of grass that's been scythed down. It's a beautiful thing when you give it a try. Now, I think I've talked about walking meditations before. I've talked about mindfulness before. We are going to have some programs in that area alive on site. Now, like I said, it's going to look like we're disguising it as a work camp 
because sometimes these meditations are monkish in nature. Meaning we're going to get out, we're going to plant 250 foot rows of, of, uh, you know, of plants. We're going to empty out a greenhouse and get it all in the field. And we're going to hoe and we're going to plant. And it might seem like it might be better to automate this. But you're going to connect with nature. You're going to see the texture of the soil. You're going to see the health of the plants. You're going to see the implementation. Now, since a lot of people who come out don't live in the area, uh, we, we do a video afterwards so you can see the success. And we, you've seen some of the videos online where I show the rows of plants and, and the straw put down and how beautiful things look. You have the opportunity to create that as well. Now, if you'll visit us at www.prosperityhomestead.org, you can sign up on my mailing list. Just go to the contact page and ask me a question or opt in with any of the the options that are on the page. And if we have one of these events coming up, which we're planning to have some in the spring, and again, they're they're informal. They can be an overnight trip if you'd like it to be. Um, And ultimately, it is uh, nature hike, observations, meditation and some um, basic martial arts as far as uh, stretching and meditation and then some kind of work project for an hour or two that is usually it's not meant to be manual labor if you're doing it right it's meditative it's the it's like the raking of the sand type stuff Um, but we're enhancing nature we're cleaning things up and if you don't want to come out and be a part of what we're doing, be looking for like your local naturalist group, your local restoration or habitat, habitat group, and join them on a project. You know, sometimes you just go out and count fish. Sometimes you might go out and observe birds or uh, have a short lecture and then a nature walk. It is energizing. It is renewing. It is mindful and grows you. You don't need to have some fancy gym. You don't need to have any uh, fancy guru. You can simply connect this way on your own with a group or with what we offer. I want to thank you for being a part of what we do here at Prosperity Homestead. I'm Justin Hitt. If you have questions, you can visit me at www.prosperityhomestead.org where we help you get the most out of your land to build a holistic and valuable ecosystem that expresses the very best of that land and gives you security, food, strength, even some spiritual growth. Thanks for listening. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.